0: everyone man it's good to be with you good to be with everyone in the house thank you so much for taking your time today coming out in-house come on give a shout for yourself for being in-house yeah hey well let's don't exclude in-house people those that are online with us Uh, you know hey they're at home in comfort they got a good cup of coffee but i bet some of them got kids running around you don't right now come on give it up for the online folks Hey, It's good to have you out there online, really just uh, grateful that you're choosing to be with us, and uh, I believe today that as we continue on with this series, SoZo, anybody remember what SoZo means? I got Miss Linda all the way in the back. <laughs> uh, SoZo, that's just well-being in every area of your life. It's the Greek word for salvation in the scriptures, and that's what this whole series is about, and we've kind of walked through some pathway. Now, I think our group over here might not be able to see this. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time moving this. Can you all see it a little bit now? Is that better? Lean in on the, a little bit to the right or left if you need to. But uh, like I said, we've, we're in this series uh, called Sozo, and the piece that I'm sharing with you right now is really just learning how to, how to have settled emotions. Everybody got them. Come on. Anybody have some fails this week with your emotions? Uh, (laughs) I got some honest people in here. That's good. Uh, I I for sure did. And you know, a lot of times when life throws things at you unexpectedly and you're not prepared for it and feelings get involved, then your thoughts get involved and push that feeling. Drives the emotion that you just had. And man, then it just seems to continue on with the cycle. But uh, let's just jump into this thing this morning. Father, we're thankful, we're grateful, we're honored to just uh, navigate a pathway today of conclusion on how to just govern our emotions, govern our thoughts, and govern our feelings, and and, uh, just becoming people that we're not led by those. We're not denying that we have them, but we're not going to be led by them. And we thank you, Father, that by the power of your Spirit and your grace, we'll be able to do that in Jesus' name. Amen. Everybody said, I am equipped with settled emotions. Let's define that again real quick. This will be the last piece to this, so I just want to define it for you so you'll know when you walk out. I'm ordered and stable as a believer in my mind and bodies. Anybody had some outward expression you wish you didn't have? and bodies' response to life's experiences, absolutes, and changes. And some of the things that we've said is that uh, we're just coming to the place that we're realizing that emotions are more of a gauge to my life than they are something that's going to lead my life. So I want you to go with me to Proverbs chapter 4 and look at verses 20 through 22 together this morning. This is where we left off last week. And we ask ourselves the question, does God have a plan for us to be able to control these things? Does God have us a plan that we can uh, maybe be truthful about some of the things that maybe we've done in the past when it comes to letting emotion fly that we wish we didn't do? Does God have a plan that we can do in the moment we're in right now? How about in the future? I believe he does. Proverbs chapter four 20 through 22 says, "Listen carefully, my dear child, to everything that I teach you, and pay attention to all that I have to say. Fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. Then as you unwrap my words, they will impart true life and radiant health into into the very core of your being. One of the things we launched out on this whole series is that allowing the Bible, the word of God to become something that's priority in my life. Uh, This is not in your uh, app, it's not in the notes that I give you on your app, but Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 says that the Word of God, everybody say the the Word of God, is quick. And I like the word quick because it needs to be quick when emotions show up. The Word of God is quick and sharp. We've had sharp emotions, but the Word can be sharper than your emotion. The Word is quick and sharp, piercing Anybody had something that was come at you that somebody said you wish they didn't say and was piercing to who you were? Well, that was an emotion to begin with. And the Bible says that the word of God is quick and sharp, piercing to the dividing asunder of the soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions, and your spirit. And it goes on to say that your physical body. So there's not an area of your life that the word of God cannot bring peace to, bring instruction to, bring help to. Uh, you just have to follow the words of James. Not don't be just a hearer of the word, but be a doer of it as well, which means that there'll be choices that you will have to make in the heat of a moment of an emotion in context of our subject, emotions, feelings, and thoughts, where you will choose to respond differently than what you feel like you want to respond. It's actually becoming an adult and growing up and taking responsibility for our actions. I I want you to hear this quote. I actually, so I want you to hear it so bad. I wrote quote, 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 quote on my notes you can live above what people are doing to you, excuse me, you can live above what people are doing to you and life circumstances that come at you. Say it with me, I can live above. What do I mean? Well, you can get to a place that you can have joy no matter what circumstance you're facing. I didn't say that they're good, bad, and ugly. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying no matter what comes at you, you can get to where you live above that with joy if you allow the word to be the thing that governs what you're thinking, saying, and hearing. <clears throat> go with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 through 5. I don't want to harp on this too much. I just want to remind us. We looked at this last week. I really believe that today... I want to give you a, kind of an application to this. I've been telling you I was. I want to show you maybe when we go back to our, our schematic that you'll see on, on the, up on the screen here in a few minutes and then when you... Maybe I'll try to draw some things. I'm not the best artist, but I'll try to bring some picture to what you're, what you're seeing There's things that we can do. Remember our 90-second moment we talked about? If you were here last week, I've heard all week long people have been practicing within that 90-second spot to control emotions. There's a lot to do on the front side of that, and there's a lot to do on the back side of that or or on the other side of that 90-second. We'll talk some maybe some filters to be able to do that here today, and hopefully I'll be able to land on a real truth that will help you in the immediate moment when those things aren't working We'll be able to get to that but here in second corinthians chapter 10 verses 4 through 5 we read this to you i'm just going to read verse 5 and he's talking about our warfare how we fight battles how we fight emotion do you know emotions are a battle <laughs> do you know feelings are a battle let's talk about natural feelings anybody ever get up with aches and pains in the morning Anybody busted your rear end all day long and it was all you could do because you don't work very much and so you barely barely can move throughout the night and the next day? Anybody ever do boot camp? And man, my wife and I did a workout together Friday evening. We've not been able to work out together in a long time. We've had to do a lot of that separately here. But man, she's a pusher. (laughs) I forgot how easy I've had it until she started working out with me. She's a pusher. And man, I'm telling you right now, If I had to bend down, first of all, I couldn't with these tight pants on, but if I had to bend down, if I had to bend down physically, it'd be a challenge. But uh, my whole point is, guys, that there is work that we're doing here and some choices and and these emotions, and they're a battle. They're a challenge to us. But here it says, look, when they come, do something with them. Cast down your imaginations and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And we've talked about that, not going to go into it. But I will say this. Don't let people or unhealthy emotions emotions rent space in your head. Sometimes we're allowing some things just to sit there for a while. I'm going to share some things with you to help you not do that today. But let's move right along. Go with me to Isaiah 26, verse 3, (laughs) the amplified version. Isaiah 26, 3. The Bible says here, again, we've chosen already. We made a decision three weeks, four weeks ago that the Bible is going to be our pathway. Okay. We made the decision at the beginning of the year. So I'm taking for granted that that's who you have become. So now he says, you will guard him and keep him in perfect peace and constant peace. Say constant. Mine. Whose mind, both his inclination, its inclination, and its character. I like how it says its. It didn't say you, it said your mind. It, your mind. Both its character and its inclination is stayed on you because he commits himself to you, leans on you, and hopes confidently in you. i got to zero in on just one word. We don't have time to unpack all that. I want to let you to look at that word inclination. Very powerful. So he says, I'll guard him, I'll keep him in perfect peace and constant peace when the, his mind's inclination, here's what that word means, his disposition, his tendencies, It's deviations. I'm fixed. I'm not moving from what the scriptures has given me encouragement to do. Or about impulses. So that tells me the responsibility is not on God. It's on me. If I fix even my impulse, I learn how to govern and control that. Then no job, no circumstance, no grief, no bad words said to me, uh, no lack of money, nothing can can take space in my life, can control the peace that I have because it's not governed by those things. Now listen, (laughs) when you read that, uh, I, I wrote this down, I hope it's okay. That is the simplest thing to do. It is a simple way to make this thing work in your life. But it is the hardest thing to do because we're so consumed and live in this world of sense world. That's, this, is, this is where we live. So if I live in a natural sense world, there, just, there has to be some natural sense things that I will do to govern some of this emotion and feelings and thoughts that I have. But you're also going to have to trust in the supernatural grace of God. Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9, if you go read that whole chapter, you'll find out he was facing a physical challenge, didn't know what to do with it, was belly aching and complaining about it a little bit, and God responded, said, Look, my power and favor from me is sufficient. My strength's made strong in this weakness. So there will come a place you have to trust in the supernatural power of God. Today I'll give you one final at the end of today how to really take that step, but I want to take us to this place where I think that sometimes in life we just got to get some filters. we got to have filters in life that we've prepared on the front side, knowing that emotion going to come, and on the back side when I've already had an emotion. Filters that will help me. Now, if I can kind of show you what I've got, some examples here. What do filters do? What do your kidneys do? What do they clean? They filter your blood so that toxins within your blood and it turns into urine. I figured that would be a really plant land on there. <laughs> so you have internal filters already, naturally, physically. How about this? What is this? Heating the air filter. They're here in this house. What do they do? They keep things coming from into the air that you're breathing, right? Right? Here's something I will share with you that some of you might need some bigger filters. Because <laughs> your filter is not catching nothing. <laughs> All right? I'm going to dig in here. I had to go in my trash can this morning and get this one. I changed the oil yesterday in a car. Am I familiar with this one? Whoop! Just kidding. Filters the oil, which is the lifeblood of your car other than your gas. Taking things in it that will keep your car running well. And if you just change this every 5,000 miles, your car will get you 200,000 miles. You won't have to take it to the shop all the time. There are things we can do, filters we can use that will gain life and give us long life if we'll just use the filters we have. All right? One more. My favorite. Here's my favorite. Some of you would, if you're health conscious, you would say these are devilish because they're white filters. But listen, this gets me that flavor of coffee that I want, and I'm so glad somebody made them. If they didn't, I've gone so far before when I didn't have these, I made my own out of napkins because I was going to get my cup of coffee. <laughs> what's that filter do? It takes what's in the bean, when it processes through with the water, and gives you what you want to taste have just that good cup of coffee in the morning. There are filters in life, if we'll just look at the scriptures and maybe apply some of them, that will keep maybe some of the bad out of our life and allow like a good cup of coffee to come in your life. (laughs) So go with me to Philippians chapter 4. We're going to start here. I want to give you five very quickly. Five... Uh, ways to identify and filters maybe the, uh, things that will help me maybe on the front side and the back side of that 90 second spot in my life let me just kind of take you here real quick so we got these emotions that are going on here right okay remember last week what we said we had 90 seconds here all right here's 90 And we've got this thing here called feelings. All right. Let's put up thoughts. Okay. Now, we're using the word. That's kind of our filter, okay? But here's my question to you. What are you doing on this side? And what are you doing on this side? Let's don't focus on this so much right now. I'll talk about that here in a minute. But I'm convinced that what I do here and what I do here will make sure I respond here correctly. Now, remember, the 90 seconds, all that is, is a, was the scientific approach to that when you have an emotion that comes against you, immediately there is a chemical released in your body at that point, and in 90 seconds, that a chemical dissipates out of your body, and most people, when they continue to have that emotion that, let's say negative or positive, let's just focus on the one that I don't like, and they continue to have it, it's because when they get here, they choose, this is when the feelings show up, thoughts fo- show up, and this is where they choose to continue to think on that negative emotion that they had and what happens is science simply says take a little bit of science today that if if I don't do something with this and I focus I can do either way I can focus on joy I can focus on peace or I can focus on fear I can focus on things that are taking away from that peace but every time I do this is continuing the more I don't do something with this, that emotion is just going to get stronger. It's going to get bigger. And some of you, if some of us, if we're not careful, we got a lot of chemical flowing in our body. We need to slow it down, wow. because what's happening is that's when it turns into that expression outwardly that you don't want, and it gets hurtful and gets harmful to someone else or even to yourself, because we're sitting in that spot and it's like we're we've got this cycle going on and it's going on it's going on how can i make sure that this has some kind of ease to it because i can't ignore their their coming let me take you through some pathways to do that go with me to philippians i think i told you four verse eight philippians four verse eight number one here's what i would tell you to do when an emotion comes at you fear joy peace uh, let's, just say, let's just stick with peace and, and, and uh, fear today. How about that? They're the opposite. Peace, fear. Fear takes away my peace. If I understand my peace, maybe I can avoid the fear. All right? Here's what it says. Philippians 4, verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure... Whatsoever things are lovely. Whatsoever things are of good report. If there is any virtue. And if there be any praise. Think on these things. So here's what I said to you for number one. Why don't we learn how to label the emotions. And the feelings and the thoughts that are coming to us. Why don't I go ahead and label it through the eyes of the scripture. Is this thought. Is this emotion. Is this, has, does it have honesty to it. Is there truth to it. How about this pure today in the world we live today especially for men I, I don't want to just include say men but i will say men as being a man one of the strongest areas of life that has influenced us now that is including emotions feelings and thoughts is pornography it's running rampant because it's too easy and it can be so hidden and no one can know you are you can control that desire. You can control that sin before it takes over you. If we learn how to do a couple of things here on the front side, the back side, and even maybe even in the middle. But I'm going to harness this emotion. I'm going to harness these feelings and these thoughts. And I'm going to take an inventory per se. Uh, does this emotion, does this feeling, does it fit within the parameters of the scripture and the promises of the word of God? Immediately, that's the first thing I'm going to do. The Amplified says this way, fix your mind on what Scripture says to do, not to do, but more so, let's move away from the work side of it. Fix your mind on the supernatural grace of God and allow the word of God. And if you do that, verse 9 gives us the result. Verse 9 says this, practice what you've learned and received and heard in me and model your way of living on it and the God of peace, untroubled, undisturbed well-being will be with you. So first step, number one, how am I going to apply some of these principles that we've just out here with emotion and feelings and thoughts? I want to ask you to label that emotion first. Does it fit within the scriptures? Number two. Now let's start talking about filters. These filters I think are important here on this side and they're important on this side. Filters, number two, filter what you're hearing and what you're seeing. You want to get control of your emotion? You want to get control of that feeling? You want to get control of that thought? In 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 line of the things that were that I just mentioned a few minutes ago, ask yourself, what am I what am I hearing? Okay? All right. So, let's just I don't know how to really draw an ear, but I'll do my best. Hearing? What am I hearing? How about on this side? After the emotion, what am I hearing? Am I hearing the thing that's still feeding the fear and the negative emotion? It, somewhere it has to change. Somewhere I've got to take responsibility. If, and if it's tormenting enough, why wouldn't we? It's simple. It's the hardest thing for us to do because we live in this outside world. How about this? What are you seeing? so filter number one what am i the bible says that your eyes are the ear gate unto your spirit which the bible says your spirit should be the strongest thing about you a weak spirit is comes from what i'm hearing and what i'm seeing It's strong in the Lord and the power of his might. It's created strong. What causes it to be weak is what you're hearing and what you're seeing. The Bible says, faith cometh by hearing. All right? Proverbs 4 20 through 22. Dear friend, listen well to my words. Tune your ears to my voice. Put your hand on your ear. Turn your ear to my voice. What are you hearing? If you're sick, not feeling well, it's probably not a good thing to be watching uh, uh, something on TV that's going to not feed that at the moment. Uh, what's that show I watched the other day that I kind of like? Uh, Living Off the Grid. If you're <laughs> sick, probably watching Living Off the Grid is probably not the best thing to help you in the moment. He says here... <coughs> Keep the message in plain view at all times. Concentrate. Learn it by heart. You'd be so surprised how many people, when you come up to them and you say, what is that? They'll say, oh, the Bible says this. And I'll say, where? And they'll say, well, I'm not real sure. Do you know what it actually says? "Mm, No, it's in the Bible. I know it is. That's not going to do any good. The devil knows that's in the Bible. But he's got to hear the Bible out of... Those who discover these words live, really live, body and soul, they're bursting with health. Number three, I almost let it out. (laughs) Number three, filter what you are saying. What? (laughs) Filter what you're saying over here. Uh, I'm going to do my best here. What are you saying on is it, Are we saying junk? Are we saying helpful words if we're, what we 're hearing and seeing is maybe contrary to scripture, I would guarantee that 's what 's coming out here. Fox News all day is not going to help you i don 't know i don 't care who you are so but I, but I see here 's the key. I may be doing it on the front side i 've got that part down, but then all of a sudden this emotion shows up. I've got to realize I've got to be doing it on this side just as much. Mm, can I, what did I draw? A face? I know you don't care about this, but it makes me feel good. <laughs> I'm moved by my emotion right now. <laughs> can you see that fear? Can you see that peace? Peace, fear. The Bible says a man that's double minded is unstable in all his ways. Am I saying peace on the backside? Am I saying fear, peace on on, on, on this side and this side? Most are not. Most have it here, but the moment the emotion shows up, you're moved by it, you're changed by it, it's governed by it, and then what comes out over here is the result of it. Filters. Take away from the part of life that I want to be, have sozo in. Here we go. Proverbs eighteen twenty one: Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Good news translation. You will have to live with the consequences of everything you say. What you say can preserve life or destroy it. You must accept the consequences of your words. This is one place I would tell and encourage us. Think before you say number 4 running out of time here without having the opportunity to really teach this side of it I would encourage you to maybe go home and read this scripture this is more of a not necessarily a filter it's a filter and an application is maybe challenge ourselves to live out of this thing called agape love if i learn how to let that govern me on the front And the backside of my life, there's a good chance I'll have a lot more success and a lot less leading of emotions that are hurtful to me or other people. When it comes to relationships, I can think of no better scripture to help us be able to do that. Because I would venture to say when I read this, we've all experienced the negative side of this. Feeling or expressing. But now let me show you a way of life that is best of all. Corinthians 12, 31. Ephesians 5, 2, your life must be controlled by this love. Thirteen four through 7, love is patient, love is kind. It's not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. Look at somebody and tell them I'm not rude. You have to choose not to be rude. I had a great opportunity to be rude yesterday. Somebody confronted me in a sense of like a joke and I'm like, I'm a man. I know that. You don't have to tell me that. I wanted to be so rude. I wanted to come back. I wanted, like, are you kidding me? But that's rude. Don't be rude to your spouse. There's no room. The Bible leaves no room. Control. You can control this. You're lying if you say you can't. When you can't, it's because we're not governing on this and this side of it. It's not irritable, it doesn't demand its own way. Does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices when truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith. It's always hopeful. It endures through every circumstance. Number five. I think this is the most powerful way to control life, emotions, feelings, and thoughts. There's no, you can't necessarily draw a picture of what I'm going to share with you right now. Because it's the way you step into the doorway of the supernatural. It's actually what I would encourage you to do if we can kind of separate all this right now. And if I can really get you to focus on this 90 seconds right here. What if I am doing this and that, and I'm still in that place of frustration? I'm still in that place where they're controlling me. We try to treat people with medication to solve some of that issue. I get it. Sometimes it helps. Sometimes I think medication sometimes gets people on the right path. And then we need to help them to believe God to come off of that and come back to the word and let the word work. Don't don't beat someone up for what they're doing to try to help themselves. But I do believe that this is one of the most powerful steps to controlling emotions and feelings and thoughts. I've given it to you, to you kind of twofold. Number five, pray and pray. But pray and pray in the Spirit. Pray, oh God, I didn't mean to do that. Gosh, I didn't mean to hurt her. I love her so much. She means the world to me. God, why? Why do I keep doing it? Show me wisdom. Show me revelations. Help me, Holy Spirit. Help me. Before you get to begging, can you take the next step and pray in the spirit stand up with me The scripture defines praying in the spirit praying in tongues Second Corinthians chapter excuse me 1 Corinthians chapter 14 says I will pray in the I will pray in the understanding and I will pray in the spirit I will sing in the understanding and I will sing in the spirit For all the people that knock praying in tongues and avoid it I'm trying to figure out why. It's pride. I I don't beat people up because they do. I'm just saying it's pride. It's resisting. It's resisting something. Maybe because of a lack of knowledge. I can help you with knowledge. Maybe it's because of a lack of yielding. And most of the time it is. Someone just doesn't want to be embarrassed or yield to something. And then another step is just how. And I can teach you how and show you how but when I hit that 90-second spot where I don't know what to do and I'm doing all the right, I have to go beyond me. I have to get to that supernatural side of me where Paul said, where God said to Paul, my grace is sufficient for you. Where I am strong is where you are weak. I'm afraid of you right now but I can go into this place and forget all about you. I'll give you a natural thought behind that. Try to talk and do that at the same time. Try to think and do that at the same time. You'll begin to think God-thoughts. You'll find out that that lust, that pornography, that ill will, that irritability, that rudeness, you can't be any of those when that becomes prevalent in your life consistently. Now, I know people that have been filled with the Spirit, but it's not a consistent part of their life, and they struggle. Here's what I'm saying to you guys. I'm not beating anybody up for worry. I'm just. We're just acknowledging that we all have emotions and feelings and thoughts. And what I'm telling you, if I can close this part of this series out for you, this one little section is it is imperative in the day that you live in. That's all that's coming at us. Everything is coming at you every single day. The changes, the world changes, the national changes, the county changes, this and that, and the drama that's in the world. If we're going to walk away from all of that and trust God in that, we just might have to go to. If you're filled with the Spirit this morning, every head bow, every eye closed. I want you to begin to pray in the Spirit with me. Sing in the Spirit. Come on, let me hear you. If you're filled with the Spirit, sing in the Spirit. Don't worry about what you sound like, just give sound, give voice to what you're filled with. Ma reset no cona, e ne vron ne fissun do. Se de le verrucche, ne maccande le veridici do. The Bible says in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, Paul explains this gift. Paul explains its importance. He explains its importance in service like what we're having right now. And he explains its importance as an individual. You've got to be able to read through the whole chapter to get what he's saying. Two different things. He's saying that in the service, that's why it's not necessarily here as much as, because if if I'm going to sing and pray in the Spirit, it really doesn't benefit maybe someone without understanding unless that's interpreted, the Scripture says. So I'll interpret what we were just praying. He's a good God. Oh, He's a great God. He loves you, loves you, loves you, loves you. But you see, there's another place where, as in that same scripture, he says that the benefit of it, it charges me up. 1 Corinthians 14, verse two, 4. Excuse me. Charge means anybody ever been like a battery, you've lost charge? He says, I can pray in the Spirit. He says, I thank God I pray in tongues more than you all. This is a guy that wrote most of the New Testament. I'm not going to sit here and try to convince you. I don't think you have to. I think if we all were honest with ourselves, we've all come to a place where emotions and feelings and thoughts, emotions come, feelings follow, thoughts drive. And we've been driven in the wrong way. Sometimes we're driven in the right way. I don't know about you, but I want peace to be my driver. I want joy to be my driver. I want the goodness of God to be my driver. I want the Word of God to be my final authority in life. Every head bow, every eye close. So much more we could share. If you came into service today or joined us online, you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life. That is the first step to this peace we keep talking about. I'm telling you, there's nothing in this world that will give you peace like He will. It starts by believing in your heart, confessing Him as your Lord and Savior, asking Him to forgive you for sins. The Bible says all of us are sinned and falling short of the glory of God. But He gives us the pathway to come back to God. And that is to believe in your heart and confess Him with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Best step you'll ever take. Maybe you want to reboot, get that restart back into the things of God and walked away from God. This is a great day to do that as well. Just for time's sake, will all of you pray for all these people with me this morning. Father, we thank you for everyone that joined us online and have joined us in-house. I pray that if there's any person here this morning that that's who they are, born again for the first time, restarting their life, that this is the moment that they do. Will you pray with me out there say, Oh God, thank you so much that I know you love me. you got a plan for me. And I do confess Jesus as my Lord. And as my Savior, and I thank you that I'm forgiven. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. I've taken a little extra time today. Will you give Bryce a little bit of your attention? Has this been okay? A little bit more clarity to what we're talking about? Say it with me. I'm equipped with settled emotions. We'll see you soon.
1: Hey, Coastal Family, that was week six on sozo pastor steven just talking about settled emotions i hope you guys are enjoying that so much i just want to take a moment to talk to you real quick if you prayed that prayer with pastor Stephen at the end there i just want to give you one quick step that you can do that's just going to help take you from one place to another in your relationship with christ and that is to download our coastal family church app once you download that app if you wouldn't mind just making your way over to the i have decided tab and then once you click on that it's just going to pop up with a little bit of stuff that we need you to fill out and once you fill that out and submit it we'll get it And then that's just going to allow us to connect with you, get you some things like a Bible. You see, it's important that when you make a decision to live a life with Christ, it's important to read your word daily because it's the foundation for our relationship with Christ. And we want to bless you with one. So please, guys, just connect with us through the Coastal Family Church app through the I Have Decided tab. Before we close out this morning's online worship experience, I do have three announcements for you. The first is that we do have growth track tonight here at the church at 6 o'clock. So if that's been something that you've been thinking about for yourself or somebody that you know, maybe it's been on your heart a little bit, just to get more involved with Coastal maybe become a part of our dream team and help with being a volunteer I just want to encourage you come to that because that's the pathway for that it's also how you get to know Pastor Stephen and Pastor Tiffany better and how you get to know a little bit more of the core values of Coastal Family Church so I encourage you if that's been on your heart been on your mind for you or for somebody else that is tonight at six o'clock here at the church in the Ox Room so come hang out with us we'd love to have you. The other announcement I have for you guys is that next Sunday, which is Memorial Day weekend, we are going to be having our Sabbath Sunday. And so we won't have church online and we won't have it in-house either. We just want you to take the time to enjoy Memorial Day weekend with your family and just rest and relax and unwind. So I uh, just wanted to remind you of that as well so you don't show up, guys. So, And then the last announcement that I have for you is that June 6th, we're going to be starting our sign-ups for our small groups. So if you're interested in being in a small group for this summer semester, June 6th is when the sign-ups are available. So check those out, see what's out there for you. And that's all I've got for you. We love you so much. Thanks for being online with us, and we will see you. Bye, guys.